Hi, everyone, and welcome to the HR Works Podcast, brought to you by HR Daily Advisor. I'm your host, Josh Zygmunt, Content Director for Simplify Media. The HR Works Podcast provides clear, relevant, and actionable information on topics that matter to you, the HR professional. When you're armed with the best practices and strategies to attract, retain, and engage top talent and deliver exceptional service to your organization, HR just works. On today's episode, we're joined by Aradia Srivastava, Product Development Manager for the HR tech team at financial software company Intuit. Aradia and his team of developers work on technology products for Intuit's HR department, serving over 14,000 employees across the United States. Prior to Intuit, Artie worked at Levi Strauss & Company, where he played a crucial role ensuring Levi's had the right technology in HR, as well as procurement and legal. Artie shares a dual passion for people and technology. He's dedicated to improving the employee experience at organizations, creating a consumer-like experience of fast, intuitive, and proactive technology, and meeting employee demands and expectations of the modern workforce. We've asked Artie to join us today and share a bit about what makes HR technology unique and the role it plays right now in creating that sought-after positive employee experience. So without further ado, let's welcome Artie to the podcast. Artie, welcome to the HR Works podcast, and thanks for coming on. Thank you, Josh, for having me. I'm excited to talk to you and to your listeners. Yeah, absolutely. We're excited to dig in with you, but let's get you introduced to our audience here. So can you start us off and take us through your career path a bit and share what led you to working on products in the HR space? Absolutely. So I am a software engineer at heart. Uh, I started as a software engineer in a consulting space, Accenture, right? I started off with implementing ERP systems. ERP includes your finance, it includes your supply chain, it includes your HR as well. So I think that was my first interface when it comes to HR. Gradually, again, I moved into another consulting firm where I was deploying, again, HR portals for multiple clients in Europe. And then I finally moved to the States where, again, I started my journey with HR technology systems, deploying it for one of my previous employers, Levi's, their global employees. So that's, in a nutshell, my experience with HR technology. My entire career of 14 plus years has been with HR. And uh, inherently, I do have a passion for people as well and technology as well. So that's where I found the sweet spot for myself, which is people or HR technology. Oh, that's great, Artie. And again, thanks for sharing that story. Again, well-traveled and having spent time with some very notable corporations, I'm sure each with their unique aspects in the technology they're using. But again, all having that central thread, as you mentioned, of marrying technology and your passion for people to bring you into this role. So very exciting. Thank you for sharing that with us. So let's dive in right at the top with HR technology. What makes HR technology unique and different from maybe some of the other industry technologies and tools that are out there? I think one thing I want to call out, everyone in the world is unemployed. So we have more than 3 billion employees, right? Which means the scope and the breadth of HR technology is massive. It's one of those industries, if I can say, it's recession-proof. No matter whether economy goes up or down, you got to need people to work for your company. So that's, in the sense, it's unique. HR technology existed like early in the 19th century. It will continue to exist for multiple centuries, although the how we interact with it, the experience may evolve. But you'll always find the space of HR technology as long as we have enterprises in the world. So that's what's unique about it. That's great. Yeah, it's always evolving, but it's always relevant. That's a great way to look at it, Artie. So where do you see technology really making its greatest impact on the HR industry in 2023? 
I think 2023 and beyond, it's all about employee experience. Like when I say employee experience, the employees are expecting consumer-like technology in their workday. So it's become an imperative for all of the organization to have seamless technology experience for their employees. And also number two, and it relates to employee experience is flexibility to work. You may have a combination of employees working for you, whether they are in the office or hybrid or their home. They all need technology support. And at the same time, that technology support needs to be for Generation Z, just like your iPhone. The experience has to be seamless. So next, it's all about employee experience. I love that. And again, that ties back to, we mentioned at the top, a passion of yours is creating that employee experience. And we're seeing that employee experience is factoring in to the overall efforts to retain top talent. Is that where you're seeing technology playing a key role? And really, how is technology playing a key role in those efforts to retain top talent at organizations? Currently, we are in an interesting phase of the workplace, right? Uh, By that, I mean, we have a lot of new generation working, Generation Z and millennials are workers in the workforce. Both of these populations, they demand, not only ask, they demand for a consumer-like employee experience, right? And that experience is not only in their day-to-day job when they want to do their day-to-day task, but also in finding the information they want to find about the enterprise they are working for, right? And think about it uh, as a HR back-end persona, right? Even that individual at the end of the day, he or she is your employee. Even to perform your HR administrative task, uh, gone are the days where it's a paper file or a regular system. Even for that HR admin, you need to create a beautiful tech experience. And that's how I see, right? A beautiful tech experience leads to higher satisfaction of your job, which ties to your employee retention. That's how I see the whole uh, circle fulfilling itself. Yeah, I love that already. That cycle is really important to look at, that employee experience cycle that starts from day one or often with pre-boarding. I recently spoke to a guest who mentioned that idea of pre-boarding and filling out, again, a lot of the paperwork before you've even started to roll. Your experience with the organization and the technology that the organization uses and the HR department uses often starts before you've even started your role within an organization. So I think when you can create that smooth, user-friendly, consumer-like experience is only going to benefit your employee happiness long-term, right? Think of the flip side to that. If it's a frustrating, clunky system, you're going to create added and unnecessary stress, which certainly isn't going to help the employee experience, right? Yeah, absolutely. And I think especially with the changing technology trends, as we see, uh, expectations are increasing up and up. I'm glad you mentioned some of the younger workforce, too, that is continuing to grow. Again, we're tracking to seeing Gen Z take up 25% of the workforce very shortly. What can organizations do to really keep up with technology trends and expectations to really meet those demands? What are some steps that employers can do to keep up? Yeah, and uh, by the way, Generation Alpha will be in the workforce in the next decade as well. Uh, So I I think there is no one-size-fits-all. For any organization, I think number one is to understand your customers, which is employees in this case, right? Uh, What may fit for a large enterprise may not work for a small business. So really understanding your culture, your employee culture, right? What your really employees want and cater your approach based on your employees' needs and ask, right? 
for some employers it may mean a very fancy internet portal right but for some employer it might mean just have a basic simple hris system right which can be scaled on the demand so it varies from the org to org so for me there are two principles to keep in mind number one as i stated understand your employee needs long term and make your strategy according to it number two be flexible with your approach be ready to retrospect every year or maybe every 18 months that what are your employee needs and it will evolve over time like we already see generative ai which has totally disrupted the market right so you never know what the future may come so having the balance of two knowing your current needs and flexibility of your strategy i think that's the way to go i love that you mentioned flexibility we learned a great lesson in flexibility during 2020. I think if any teams had had their sights set on where they wanted to go, especially with technology five years out in 2019, I'm sure that changed by 2020. And having that understanding to look back each year and reassess your technology needs, reassess what's in the market, what is now being looked for, um, and could provide value to your organization, I think is important as well. Again, as technology is evolving so quickly. AI, as you mentioned, that's a great one that I want to dig into uh, with the next question here, but I think that's a perfect example. So how has that emergence of AI technology impacted not even just talent and performance management within organizations, but the HR department in general? How has the presence of AI technology impacted HR? I think when we talk about AI, like I'll bucket into two buckets, right? Uh, One is the AI, which we all know, like automation algorithms, that we already see a lot in talent acquisition space. AI softwares will basically scan thousands of resumes for you, match you to the right candidates. I think that's already shaping the industry. It's already in practice as we talk. Uh, I think, but the exciting point where I am excited about is generative or conversational AI. I think it's still, there is some time for it to make it a place in HR because HR comes with a lot of legal and compliance requirements. Right. So it will take some time to train the algorithm, but I do see one that's come. I think a big use case can be chatbots for the company. How cool it would be if you can ask a chat GPT chatbot about your latest company policies or your benefits, right? right? Or calculating your total rewards. I mean, the use cases are endless, but I'm excited about the future. In the current, I do see AI playing a lot in talent acquisition space. Yeah, I mean, we're already seeing the benefits in trends of self-service tools within the HR space, using HRIS systems um, to really automate so many of the processes that ate up time and really took HR professionals away from what's driving them in in their roles, and that's working with people. Um, I think the presence of AI technology, and as we really wrap our heads around how we can use it to help our current roles, especially in the HR industry, will only free up maybe more of that time to commit to helping the people experience. Again, something that, that you're certainly passionate about. That certainly got me excited looking at the trends in AI technology in the HR space. And that reminds me of a use case uh, I did deploy for my former employer. We did implement a automated case routing algorithm on a SaaS platform we had. So basically what it did, it read the subject line of the email and the content of the email, and he used to talk to the right HR agent. This simple algorithm, it basically reduced in span of two years, about 1,000 hours of manual HR work, wow. just one algorithm. So that's the power of AI. 
That's incredible. Yeah, it's again, I think everyone getting their heads around how to use the products, what's capable of the products, and also getting comfortable with the products too. I think that's it's always the uh, something new entering into the marketplace that's the unknown um, can sometimes be it can't be universally accepted out of the gate or sometimes won't be universally accepted out of the gate. But over time and with experience, I think teams will see how it works best for them. Yep. But that's a great use case there already. So looking at organizations and just how they're using technology, what are some of the common technology pain points that you're seeing across organizations where the employee experience is being negatively impacted? I do think employee experience is tied to your higher attrition rate, right? Uh, one of the factors, for sure. I think the common pain point is when it comes to the next gen technology like AI, I think we all are still figuring out, right? Which is okay, yeah. right? Uh, uh, it's not bad at all, right? We are still figuring out how that will shape or disrupt the HR tech industry or people technology industry. I think that's still new phases, right? The second, I want to say still there are many enterprises which have not completely have their digital transformation, if I may say. They're still using a lot of Excels, a lot of spreadsheets. Uh, sometimes it's not a priority for a function, right? But I think they need to think long term especially in these times, uh, difficult economic times. I mean, invest for long term, right? If you will think only about short-term returns, it may, may not. But say if you implemented, in that example I shared last, if you implement an AI algorithm which automates your HR cases, uh, think about the long-term benefits, right? How many hours you may save of your HR personnel, which frees up that personal times to do more productive tasks. Right. So having that long-term mindset, it's really vital for any HR strategy or any HR leadership. Yeah. Sometimes you have to suffer through some of the short-term challenges for the long-term gains. And I think it's having that mindset. Keep reminding yourselves that as you're going through some of those challenges in digital transformation. Speaking of digital transformation, that is one I love to look at is that idea of onboarding and introducing new technologies into current workflows. Do you have any tips or tricks or best practices that you've seen for onboarding and adopting new technologies into HR roles, but into organizations on the whole? I think there are two of them, uh, which I would share. And I have had privilege to onboard more than 25 products in my last uh, decade or so. Uh, the number one, as I stated earlier, is understanding your employee needs, right? As I was saying, one size may not fit all. Do not just be a copycat or be the kid in the store that if you see a cool toy, you need to get it. No. Understand what really your employee base is wanting to have, right? That would be number one best practice. Really understanding the pros and cons of each and every employee needs and why they need it. So starting with why would be my number one. Number two, when you get a product, buy the long-term vision. Do not implement uh, or buy something only to solve a short-term problem, right? Think long-term. Uh, by that, how does it look like in the practice when you are implementing a product, right? Avoid customization. In today's world, most of these SaaS products have great features. You do not need to customize. When and where needed, challenge your business process. Instead of challenging the technology, solve for it. Right. Hey, even if I have a poor business process, I may have a technology. Yeah, you may, but that will not serve you the long term, right? Uh, implementing a new technology is also an opportunity to relook at your business process. There might be some efficiency at the business process end, 
right and there might be cases i have seen cases in my own career right you don't even need a technology it's just simplification of a business process right right so having that mindset that technology is just the enabler of the business it's not the business itself so have that mindset uh, i think that will that would be my recommendation or best practices i love that so now already looking at technologies that are in the space especially in the hr space that you know so well what's one process or job function that you wish more hr professionals would start automating and using technology for i want to say the administrative task uh, especially for hr agents what we have in any company uh, i think that's a easy win for any enterprise and you can easily scale that automation to multiple different teams or sub hr teams right and that can free up you at least 10x of your hours when it comes to doing mundane job and focus that same amount of hours in some productive tasks so that would be my number one i love that so then this might be a more challenging question here are there any processes or responsibilities within the hr space where technology shouldn't really be the driver where it should have the human element when you're creating that employee experience that customer like experience where should technology maybe be dialed back <laughs> I think that's really interesting question but uh, uh I think I'll answer this you with an analogy are mobile phones good or bad right it depends on the user of them right you should not become addicted to them right smartphones right uh, but it's inevitable in this current scenario similarly for a people technology right i think gone of the time you don't need you will need technology or have technology in each and everything you do in your workday it's all about how you leverage it right there is no replacement of uh, at least i am a little bit old fashioned of human to human interaction or in person meetings even in these times uh, i don't see that being going in next decade as well so with that i mean specifically if i want to say if there any time you have a, a hr or a legal query right i think that's where a human touch is much needed and sometimes even in like say giving performance feedbacks right you may have a technology system in place where a manager is giving employee feedback but not everything you write in a system conveys how a thing is perceived i think that's a great example where you need some human touch you cannot automate everything when it comes to performance management yeah that's a great one thank you for that already one thing we look at a lot in conversations that I'm having with so many HR leaders and members of the HR community is that idea of upskilling and talent development. And as you're seeing it, as you're right at the, in the driver's seat of HR technology, are there any skills or just must-haves for the future HR leaders that you could call out that those rising stars should be focusing on and really be looking to develop their skills in? to maybe utilize these new technologies and be HR leaders of the future. What are you seeing in the space? Yeah, I think upskilling has always been in the place. I mean, uh, just talk about I mean, we have had like uh, as a mankind right, we had typewriters, right? right. From typewriters we have uh, big desktop PCs and then we had laptops, now smartphones, tablets. Uh, maybe in the future it's all about virtual reality and metaverse. You don't know. right so i think in a way we have been upskilling i mean it's just that i think this term has been really been brought into attention in these times so with that spirit i think one thing which has been remained 
consistent is the flexibility and the human tendency to evolve and adopt i think that's not going how do we double click on it when it comes to people technology writing you have to have both balance of both hard skills in terms of hard skills i will say uh, i am on the side of ai so i will say ai artificial intelligence equip yourself at least the basic understandings of that what it means how to use it if not how to develop it uh, at least you should be able to use it uh, that's number yeah. one number two i would say in terms of soft skills the ability to collaborate whether it's online or in person i think we will need more eq as we evolve in more digitization of the world uh, high eq would be i want to say the number one skill for sure i love that those are both great skills to encourage maybe some of our future hr leaders to be looking at so thank you for that already now already looking at your career growth over the past couple of years what's something you've learned about yourself since 2020, such a pivotal time for so many of us, that you feel has made you a better leader in your current role? I think 2020, if I can share, I had a daughter in 2020 as well. I think that changed. I mean, 2020, I think uh, in my lifetime was one of the difficult periods for the humankind around me, right? Uh, but one thing, what I have learned from that year, everything's going to be okay <laughs> at the end of the day. And how it will be okay? Uh, it's again that flexibility mindset, right? right? Uh, understanding that whatever you do, wherever you are, with all evolving technology, with all evolving people changes, geographical changes, as long as you are having an open mind to learn new things, to be flexible in your approach, everything is going to be okay. Uh, that's the mantra. <laughs> I love that, Artie, and that is a great takeaway. Um, and then something else to look at just as you've grown professionally, is there a piece of advice that you've leaned on along the way? And, and so many of us just pick up these great tidbits that stick with us. What's something that you've leaned on, some great advice that you could pass along to our audience that you could help them with, something you could pay it forward with? Absolutely. I think one thing, one sentence I heard from my mentors, the best way to predict the future is to create it. I think that is something which has stayed close to my heart when it comes to my own career journey and any career, even my mentees, uh, I advise them, right? I think that's the best way in order being anxious about the future or worry about the future. It's of no use. The best way to predict is to create it, be the part of that journey. So we all know what's next coming when it comes to people technology. Uh, be proactive, try to learn new things. Uh, it's okay to fail multiple times. It's okay. You will have some reservations of new technology. It's okay. That's all part of the process. But as long as you're open, uh, iterate on it, keep on learning, uh, I think everything will be okay. That's great outlook, some great advice. Create the future. I love that, already. So we're here with Aradya Srivastava, Product Development Manager for the HR Tech Team at Intuit. Already, for our audience who may want to learn more about Intuit, do you have a website or anywhere we could send them to learn more? Yeah, absolutely. You can go to our organization website, intuit.com. And also, in order to reach out to me, LinkedIn is the best way. Awesome. And we will get you connected through our website, through hrdailyadvisor.com, and with the post that we put out with our episode. 
to link you there too. So we'll be making it nice and easy for our audience there to get in touch with you. But again, Artie, it's been great connecting with you. Thank you for sharing all this great information. Now, before we let you go, this is the question I love to close out on, and it's all about motivation. So when you wake up in the morning and your feet hit the floor, what is the one thing that gets you motivated to start your day? A hug from my daughter. <laughs> okay. I love that. That is so good. Look, already, I appreciate you taking the time out, sharing just some great insight, again, of, of what you've learned being in the HR tech space and where you see HR tech going and its influence that it can really have on creating that positive employee experience. Um, again, great speaking with you. I hope we can keep the conversation going, but thanks again for being a guest on the HR Works podcast. Thank you for having me, Josh, and thank you to your listeners. All right. Well, thanks, Artie. Thank you for listening to the HR Works Podcast. Be sure to check out our new episodes every Tuesday. Follow us on all major streaming platforms, including iTunes, Spotify, and Amazon Audible.